Hi everyone, Aaron here. Just wanted to give a quick little disclaimer before we head into the episode. So this episode was actually recorded a quite a while ago. Uh, I think maybe even near like the end of 2021. But it's just being released now because I'm honestly I'm like the biggest slacker in the world when it comes to editing the episodes. Anyway, so I wanted to mention that because yes, we are aware of the recent stories that have come out about the show and like the toxic environment behind the scenes and whatnot. And uh, although we won't be talking about it in this episode, we are definitely not ignoring it, and it will for sure be something that we discuss in an upcoming episode. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, so all right, uh, that's all I got. But thanks so much for listening, and hope you enjoy the episode. Previously on You All Everybody. I don't think God cusses like that. Sorry, punk-ass jabroni. (laughs) Ass is a bad word, too. Sorry, um... Can't, can't, oh, it says candy, yes, jabroni. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of what The Rock would say. Because The Rock's my god. You can't handle The Rock. <laughs> what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to You All, everybody. I am Aaron. Erica. Vanessa. This week we, are, we watched the season two episode titled... Fire and water, it's fire plus water. But So tonight we're drinking Fireball Whiskey with a mixer of your choice. And what are we mixing our Fireball with, guys? Oh, wait, we had a choice? Oh, we did. I was pretty sure you told me I had to drink this eggnog uh, stuff. No, you don't have yeah. to. Okay, we are I, drinking I, Fireball Whiskey <laughs> with eggnog because I, I forced it upon you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not bad. I, honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it is. It It... Tastes like a cinnamon melted milkshake. So this, yeah, and this is your first time drinking uh, eggnog, eggnog, right? Yes. So you're gonna give eggnog a chance from here on out? No. No. Not at all. It's it's not bad. You mix it with some brandy, right, Erica? Yeah, brandy's good with it. Yeah. This fireball's okay. I'm not really a creamy drink person. Okay, then that makes sense. Yeah. Do you guys like fireball though? It's all right. I've had um, some not so good nights with it before in the past. So the last time I drank it, I just had a horrible headache, and I didn't even drink that much. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel like it's al- an alcohol that I would have loved when I was younger, but by the time it got popular, I was already drinking Jam- like a kind of like a Jameson neat type of person. So Fireball was a bit too sweet for me. It's kind of the drink for the girls back home. Like they tend to all take shots of it and. You know, if you've been drinking all day and they're going to take a shot, you're kind of like, yeah, I'll take one with you. And then one turns into like three or four. Yeah. And then tastes, you don't feel good exactly, the next day. It, exactly. Yeah. It tastes like a big, like it's like a, it tastes like a, uh, what's it called? Big Red? Like a stick of, like a yeah. stick yeah. of Big Red Chewing. It's like, I and like this. I do like cinnamon. I like the taste. Yeah. But I feel like it's one of those drinks that everybody kind of pressures everybody else into yeah. drinking yes. because nobody actually likes it or wants to drink it. And nobody wants the headache that it gives you. Yeah, it just turns into like a it it a bad like it it's got like a cinnamony flavor, but then it just tastes like something you drink while making bad decisions in your early twenties. Yeah, like, or something that like people in their late thirties, forties will drink to pretend like they're in yes, their twenties. Which is yeah. funny because people used to order that at uh, the uh, restaurant that I used to work at. The the older people, which was in like the late forties, early fifties. They're like, let's drink yeah. some Fireball. And uh, granted, We're I was cool. on my way out when that was happening because I worked during the day shift. But I'm like, good luck with the night, these people. 
<laughs> I was like, geez, yikes. Because it was like the people that were coming in. It was like transition time. So it was like people that were coming in. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whew, damn, these people are going to get hammered if they're already starting off with Fireball. Yeah, it's usually my older cousins that are, you know, the same age as my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so same same age group. It's kind yeah, of nice to have, though, because it kind of like, if you're taking it straight and it gets pretty cold out in the desert, so it's kind of almost a little warm. Feel, yeah, it feels like it warms you up. up. Just put a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a dra- jacket on and drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, any other any other stuff to mention before we get into the episode info? Um, this episode's boring. Okay, <laughs> okay. So going into the episode <laughs> info, uh, so we're on the season two, episode twelve, titled "Fire Plus Water, Fire and Water," which is tr- Charlie centric. It originally aired January twenty fifth, two thousand six, with nineteen point zero five million viewers. So just a small drop from the last episode. What was the last episode? The last episode was um, Hunting Party, which is the one about, sorry, it's it's okay, like with people that are listening, obviously we're, we take a long time to re- release the episodes, but we've been busy. So we've also, like the last time we recorded was at least a month ago, probably a little longer. But uh, the last episode was Hunting Party, and that was the one where they they like kind of meet the others and like the bearded dude was like, you can't come past this line right here. And it was about Jack and, you know, the Italian lady. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this one was written by the usual Charlie Hurley writers, uh, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, and then it was directed by Jack Bender, and it takes place on days 54 through 56 on the island. So this is our first Charlie flashback episode of the second season, with the last one uh, that he had being Homecoming, which was that episode where Ethan comes back, uh, where Charlie, like the flashback was Charlie failing to scam poor, that poor sweet Lucy. Who mm-hmm. I really hope found a nice guy for herself because I liked her. I'm sure she did. She was rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they've uh, so they've been kind of somewhat, somewhat like subtly setting this episode. That's a lot of s's. Uh, up during the past few episodes by having Charlie kind of notice that Locke and Claire have been talking a bit more because apparently he thinks they're gonna bang or something. I I don't know. Okay, so uh, I guess let's get into the episode. We start off with the previously unlost and see Saeed telling Charlie the cargo plane is, has heroin on it. Charlie finding out that the statues are full of heroin and her, uh, wait, no, sorry. Claire finding out that the statues are full of heroin from Echo and her confronting him about it. And then Echo and Charlie burning the plane. Claire telling Charlie to pretty much bugger off because he lied to her. And then finally Charlie's gigantic stash of heroin that he's been hiding. So we then go immediately into like a flashback slash dream. As we see little Charlie on Christmas Day opening presents with Liam. So Charlie asks where his presents. He's like, where are me presents, mum? And his mom presents him with this like this big ass piano. Because apparently they didn't notice that this huge fucking thing that's covering a whole wall. Like, maybe it was empty last night. Maybe they rolled the piano in. Like, do you guys actually think that his parents hauled out a piano in while the kids were sleeping? Or that it was just been sitting there for a, like a week or so? Because there were like there was a blanket on top of it. But then there was like a... Uh, there was like coats that she pulled in. off. Well, there was like coats yeah. and stuff that she pulled off of it too. It made it. It made it look like it was the laundry pile got a little out of control. Yeah, I think she she hauled it in in the middle of the night while the kids were sleeping. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, it was just a big thing to haul into where you're not going to wake up those kids because like when I remember when I was uh, like Christmas, I was on edge the whole time. Like, come on, come on, come on! Like counting down they the hours. They also had an upstairs, so they were upstairs. True, true. They, she probably drugged them. 
True. I mean, that's... maybe their addiction started early, yeah. and it was all their mom's yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroin in the bottle, right, right off the bat. Cough medicine. It's it's a uh, kid yeah. heroin. What was your guys' <laughs> best present you got when you were younger? Like, is there a, like a Christmas that stood out because you got something that you're super happy about, like that maybe yeah. you didn't think you were gonna get, but you're like, oh my god, this is great. There was two for me, and I'm not. It, I don't know if it was. No, I didn't get that then. Yeah, I really. I got a. Are you mixing, like, are you trying to figure out if it's, like, a birthday present? What was it, a birthday present or a Christmas present? Yeah, or? yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I got a record player that had a radio and a cassette player on it. I had that thing forever. Really and cool. I loved it. And I got, I used to listen to the B-52s and Michael Jackson and somebody else. I can't remember who. How old were you when you got that? I was in third grade. Really? So it was, like, you know, in the 1960s sometime. <laughs> No. Uh, what are you in third grade? Like eight? So like eighty nine? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Damn, you got a record player then? Yeah, and it was like so. Who, who a broke box. it? It was kind of a cube. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I ever broke it. I just think maybe I grew out of it. Okay. Record players. I don't yeah. even know if they were really that cool then. Yeah. They, they I definitely thought it was now. cool. That yeah, they're more cool now, and yeah. I had that. For a very long time. had a, I think I had a double cassette player. I had it for a long time. But, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was the coolest. That's cool. Erica? I would say maybe we got a basketball hoop one year, and I thought that was pretty awesome. It was supposed to be, like, from Santa. Did, did you already have the basketball? For the both of us. it was just the basketball hoop? <laughs> just the hoop. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> but I remember being super stoked about the basketball hoop, and I think I genuinely remember the like salt in the wound of it was like there was some sort of letter that was written to Santa from my sister that year that only she deserved presents that I wasn't good that year and didn't deserve anything. Wait, wait, who, who wrote this letter? Tamara. Tamara okay. wrote the letter to Santa. And I feel like there was a reply or something from Santa that he wrote a letter to back. Her. No, I didn't. Santa, no, no, no. Like Santa, Santa wrote her letter back. Santa wrote her letter back that alluded to something <laughs> about her letter, and um, and included like an explanation to the basketball hoop, how it was like for both of us or or something. I don't quite remember the answer, and I don't re- quite remember the two letters. I just remember mom thinking the letter was hilarious and keeping it. Yeah, that's a great. Like, wait, was she was she trying to like throw it under the bus so she could get more presents? Because that is a genius. I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> that's great. She, she, like Erica's been bad. You can just give her my presents because I've been good all year. Like yeah, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah, pretty much. Like she doesn't deserve anything. Give me double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I honestly good. can't really remember. Like. I don't know. For some reason, maybe it's because we've been drinking all day. I can't remember any Christmas presents off the top of my head right now. That you like were super like, whoa, awesome! I, I'm super happy I got that. Um, the basketball hoop was when I was maybe like 15. Um, we got scooters. They they raised you guys right because the fact that you were like, I mean, I mean, right in like a in like a cheap way to where like you were super happy about a <laughs> basketball hoop at 15, to where like you had they they like set your expectations so low. That you're like, oh my god, I got a basketball hoop, which, which is the way to go. 
I got really excited about like weird stuff though too, because like we got scooters when I was eight, and I thought like getting the scooter the razors was Was it a razor? Yeah. No, 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 a viper. (laughs) Okay, sorry. No, we weren't cool (laughs) enough to get actual razors. Come on, (laughs) you just get like a those things are expensive. You got like an off-brand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure mine's still in the garage somewhere too. I I got a PlayStation, which was awesome. Like the first one, some old. Um. PlayStation, I got a Talkboy, which was like crazy awesome. You know, Kevin Kevin McAllister, Talkboy. Remember that? Yeah, that was that was super cool. I played with it for like a month, and then I was like, "This is just a tape recorder." Uh, like once I figured out that it was just a tape recorder, I was like, "What am Why? why what am okay. I supposed to do with this?" Exactly. Uh, and then like the best, my best Christmas was probably like I don't know when it was after my parents got divorced, but it was like a few years after, and they were competing. For Christmas, apparently, when they still like, before they were like, oh, well, we don't have to compete. We can just fight with each other. But like before, before that happened, it was like them competing with, uh, for who, who to do the best Christmas. And man, we got so many presents. It was great. It was like <laughs> toys galore on both sides. It was like, oh my God, look how many toys we got. Yeah, that was good. I got a Robin Hood action figure. I got a Batman action figure. I mean, that was a good Christmas. I feel like me and my ex are still competing, but I always win. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it's, it's- my brother got us a dvd player one year that was really cool because we had vhs player till like i want to say 2004 or 5 <laughs> way later than you should have had <laughs> yeah, it. yeah 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 like when he got us the dvd player i just thought that was pretty sick when, when he got the dvd player they were already making blu-rays <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, for sure. Like, like when when people were like, "You're still watching regular DVDs," and I was like, "There's different ones." Like, what? And then she starts watching Blu-rays, and everybody's streaming, and they don't even make them anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she, she's Erica gets the from her brother. She's like DVD, and now What's and this? now the only people that have DVDs or Blu-rays are the ones that collect weird stuff. Erica's retro as hell, but accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sadly behind the times and slowly catching up. <laughs> okay, so uh uh all right, so Charlie unwraps his present from Father Father Christmas and is all excited about it, uh his gift as his mum his his mum tells him that someday he's there gonna go. get them There's a piano chip pip. Yeah, very much. Like she's like we Charlie, you're gonna get us out of this. Like pretty much like saying like you're gonna get us out of the situation, this poor people situation that we're in. That's a lot so of pressure. Sad. I was like, "What <laughs> yeah. the hell?" Which she pretty <laughs> much says, he's right? On drugs. <laughs> she's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna rescue us from this, pretty much." Uh, and then he's just, she's like, "Play a tune." And she like cleans off his seat for him, which I always find weird every time I see. But then we see a grown, like we see a grown Liam because they were kids at this point in a diaper. Ask him to play. He's like, "Play us a song." As we go back to Charlie, who's his adult self now. We then see Charlie's dad chopping meat slash baby doll heads and telling Charlie, Charlie boy, that music will never get him anywhere. Which is, you know, it's a good lesson because it more often than not doesn't. But Charlie, Charlie got lucky. But still, yeah, <laughs> this scene's sad. So uh, both Liam and his mom tell, then they start doing the save us, save us, Charlie, Charlie, save us. As Chuck begins playing the piano and we see that he's playing on the the island on the beach with the piano at the edge of the water. He then hears baby Aaron crying and realizes that somehow that fucking baby is trapped inside the piano. So he begins trying to open up the piano, but he's distracted by the whispers that are coming from the jungle. But then when he turns around, Aaron and the piano are being carried into the ocean by the current because apparently turnips float. So 
None of this Sorry. is good for the piano. Huh? None of this is good for that piano. Yeah, that's going to rot the hell out. Like, they don't respect wood. That's, no. That's going to rot Those that wood. Those keys are going to get all warped. It, it's, none of it's good. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Aaron. And then suddenly he wakes up on the beach all sweaty. He runs over to check on the baby like a crazy person and notices that Claire and the baby are just kind of chilling on the beach. He kind of has a relieved look right up until her new boyfriend Locke rolls up and gets all like chatty with him. So Charlie kind of watches him for a second and kind of like grows visibly more upset right before like kind of slinking back in the shadows of the jungle while kind of like looking like he's like thinking like, precious, I want it. As he like works his way back in the jungle because he's got that very much Lord of the Rings look on him to where he's like. <laughs> yeah, this is about when my respect for Charlie really started going downhill. What when he, that? Uh... I mean, it's kind of like we said earlier, been leading this way, but you can obviously tell what he's thinking watching Claire and Locke. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate Locke, you're you're way, blowing you're, this out you're of proportion. Way out of line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we then get the title card of we. We we then go to Claire, Rock, and Aaron in this cradle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, this sounds weird. We then go to Claire rocking the baby in, in his cradle as uh, Charlie walks up and offers her some nappies that he made for him. He tries to play friendly by asking if Aaron has asked about him. But Claire's like, dude, it's too too soon, bro. Like, no. Yeah, because he doesn't know how to talk. Who? Oh, the baby? Yeah. That's what she should have said. He doesn't yeah. talk yet. Just like, be very literal why would about he it. Ask, why would he ask for you, stupid? You realize he doesn't talk yet, right? He's, he's, he's a baby. Are you? Are you on the drugs? <laughs> he might be. Uh, so Charlie apologizes again for lying to her about the statues, and is like, "I just wish things could be like they were before." But Claire shoots him down by telling him that there was no before, Charlie. We were just mates. That was British, but whatever. Anyway, which, like, damn, like, I've definitely had that conversation with a girl at least one time in my life with her using the, we're just friends line. She wasn't even like, we're just friends. She basically were like, we're just people that crashed on an island together and happened to become friends. Like, ouch. There's nobody else here. Yeah, yeah. So I had to befriend you. Yeah, well, like. I would never be friends with you in real life. You're a weirdo. Yeah. My situation wasn't that bad. I got, like, a. Yeah, we're just friends, and uh, and then, then like when that happened, I was like, oh wow, now I know how Charlie felt after Claire kicked him out on Lost, and she kind of looked at me like I was dumb. <laughs> Apparently, she'd never seen the show Lost, which made it super awkward when I kidnapped her baby later. But what can you do, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know you dated a girl with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> For this story, I did. Not anymore. She stole it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my baby now. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back. Oh my god. I need to add that to the playlist. Oh wait, I did, didn't I? I don't know, but <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh Claire tells Charlie that they're just friends and Charlie shows uh what kind of boyfriend he'd be by responding with, Now Locke's your friend, huh? <laughs> and uh... every time he opens his mouth, my respect for him just goes further and further down. <laughs> Claire tells him she's like, just give me some space, Charlie. And he says uh, goodbye to the baby before walking away as we get a... The whole the whole time during the scene, all I was noticing were, like, how pretty Claire's eyes were. Yeah. They are gorgeous. I got they're, lost in them for a second. They're really pretty. <laughs> Along with, like, her face and hair and, like, all the rest of it, too. Yeah. But, yeah, her eyes are nice. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, apparently I don't know how to do that thing that you guys do where you're like fawn over someone without being creepy about it. So that's that's how I do it. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I think it's just a guy thing. <laughs> so we go in our first flashback with Charlie looking at some newborn babies at a hospital when Liam's wife walks up, aka the Orbit Gum Girl. So he was already looking at which one to steal? Yeah, exactly. He's like, mm, I'll take that one. I really thought for a second that he had a secret baby we're about to find out mm. about. Uh, Liam's wife, Orbit Gum Girl, I think she's in parts of the Caribbean as well. Oh, thank you. She looks so familiar. Is she the Orbit Gum Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the old Orbit Gum Girl. Yeah, which... like she, she used to wear like a flight attendant or something. In what? Yeah, yeah. That, Orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, Orbit, yeah. And I thought you meant in parts of the Caribbean. I was like... No, no, no. No, she wasn't a flight attendant. Dirty mouth. Airplanes clean it up. The Caribbean. <laughs> right? I think that's the one she was in. Dirty mouth. Clean it up. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> now I have to go watch the commercial. Uh, she she hugs him and they both admire her new baby before she asks where Liam is. The look on Charlie's face kind of tells her that he's not there. And Charlie covers for him by telling her that Liam missed his flight but is on the next plane and will be there soon. We then cut to Charlie entering what looks like Austin Powers' loft. Just because, like, the British thing on the door, and it looks oh. like an updated version of it. I thought it was a dive bar when he first walked in. Yeah, or, or a dive bar, because <laughs> that was the same sort of thing. Like a, yeah. Yeah, just, it was the British flag in the door, and just, like, like just the front of it looked at Anyway, he then pulls a lit cigarette off the piano his mom gave him, before noticing Liam pass it on the couch, who was apparently so tired that he accidentally, like, tied his belt around his arm instead of his waist. Like, that crazy guy, you know? <laughs> Dummy. I know, I've been that terrible <laughs> What was he before. thinking? Anyway, uh, Charlie gives him shit about the fact that his wife is at the hospital and then notices a bag of heroin on the table. Heroin on the table. Uh, he picks it up and looks at it with like, like a concerned look, which we find out is because Liam is hogging it all, not the, because he's like concerned that Liam's doing heroin. But uh, Liam, he's like, oh, I saved some for you. Charlie tells him that he needs to go to the hospital because he has a daughter now, who we find out is named Megan after the mom. And Charlie tells him to get a sh- He's pretty much like, get your shit together. You're a sodding father now. As we get, uh, whoosh, go back to the beach with Kate helping Sawyer do some physical therapy as, uh, like, on his arm as Hurley walks up and asks Sawyer about Libby. So, of course, Sawyer starts giving him shit by asking Hurley if he loves her. And Hurley's pretty much like, never mind. And then, like, runs off. Uh, well, apparently it's like high school gossip hour because then Sawyer kind of points out on Lucia and Jack walking out of the jungle. It's basically like, that's the third time I've seen them walk out of the jungle. They are totally fucking, which Kate kind of just go like, shut up pretty much. At this point, it would make the show more interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least for this episode. For, for sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> we then go over to Charlie, who's enjoying a nice day out by playing his guitar when he hears a baby crying and notices the carriage. Uh, no, not carriage. It's not a carriage. It's a cradle. Crib. The cr- yeah, the crib. The, the crib out in the water. He begins calling for help and then runs out into the water and begins swimming to it, which is super weird because I'm like 99% sure that when good old Joanna was drowning last season, Charlie ran up to Jack to go rescue her because he couldn't swim, right? Right? I said that. I yeah. said that. I literally said that to you, Vanessa, while we were watching it. It was like, I thought he can't swim. And I was like, I can't remember. I actually looked it up. And he didn't say- I he, wanted to. He didn't say he couldn't swim. He said, which was, quote, I don't swim. Which is a very rock star thing to say when you know when you find out that he can't swim. He's like, sorry, mate. I don't swim. Like, yeah. So basically, he's like, "Eh, fuck Joanna. I'm not going he said out I there." I can't swim. No, no. He says, "I don't swim." 
He's like he runs up to he runs up to Jack because Jack uh, I think is zoning out on the beach, right? I think Jack's sitting on the beach and he's like Jack, Jack, Jack. He's and then like there's someone out there and you can hear the help, help. And and Charlie's like I don't swim as Jack starts running out. He's like I don't swim, I don't swim. So it's like what either either that or maybe it, uh, this was before maybe he's on heroin. Like this is when he was still doing heroin. So he's yeah, maybe he's yeah. like yeah. he's like I'm high as fuck. Uh, maybe I, can't I don't swim, know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't swim when. But he just left out the when I'm high on heroin. He left that part out. That yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, so uh, Charlie swims out to the cradle, uh, brings it back to shore. He then picks the baby up out of it, looks up and sees Claire and his mom dressed up in like old tummy Bible robes, just like kind of repeating that he has to save the baby because the baby's in danger. We also see the cargo plane crashing and a dove passing, or sorry, a dove flying past him as Charlie walks through the jungle just looking fly as fuck in those Jesus robes. Like, he looks good in those robes. Hugo? Yeah. Yeah. He asks Charlie what he's doing. He's like, Hurley's like, what are you, what are you doing? And Charlie's like, what are you talking about? Look, like he, and then he's like, with the baby, like, what are you doing? Which snaps Charlie out of his dream. And we actually see it's actually nighttime. And Charlie has the baby at the edge of the water at nighttime. We then hear Claire like yelling her catchphrase: "Somebody stole me, baby! Somebody stole me, baby!" Because Man, this mom she... is like the worst at paying attention to her kid. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> cannot keep track of this fucking kid. But either that or like every single time she turns around. Are we gonna have like a worst parent award for Michael or Claire at the end of the season? Who would win so far? I mean, Michael's son did actually get kidnapped. So at this point, Michael should. Well, so did Claire's. That's true. And Claire tried. But actually she tried got to, hers back. Yeah, but Claire actually tried to give away the kid to start. So did Mike. But that was before they were on the beach. That Michael asked his mom to take the kid right after he got the kid because she knew she couldn't be responsible. You can't hate on somebody for needing to give their kid up for adoption. No, no, I'm not hating on it. I'm just, I'm just trying to say, like, but, which one's, like, she was trying to give it away, and Michael was trying to get it back, but then he tried to give it away as well. It. Well, he tried to give Walt away as well. Like, he tried <laughs> he to push, fought so he tried hard to, to get him, and then once he got him, he was like, oh, fuck, I don't want this kid anymore. Well, no. like you, Put him you, off on someone else. It, well, it hasn't been his problem for, like, what, 12 years, 11 years? He's no, like, the kid's like 10. I'm sorry, 10 years, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, thanks for the 10-year-old dickhead, because because Susan's gone. But yeah. Oh, so he only wanted a baby. I mean, that's like how you want a puppy. Like, all I want is a puppy. I don't want the actual dog. But anyway, so there's a tie. is it a tie right now between those two? Yeah, it's undecided. I mean, okay. We, gotta, we need a little more information. Somebody's getting an award at the end of the uh, season, season, though. Okay, cool. So make your bets and your votes <laughs> on our Instagram. Or Facebook. We won't reply, but... Uh, uh, yes, we do. If somebody talks on, or makes that's a comment, true. I reply. That's I am true. very if, excited. Yes, it, me too. <laughs> so, uh, Claire starts screaming at her baby, but Hurley calls to them that the baby's... He's like, the baby's over here. So, Claire runs over, takes the baby from Charlie as he apologizes and tries to, tries to tell her that he doesn't... He's like, I don't know what happened. And she accepts his apology by slapping the shit out of him and then just walking away. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. She's I mean... Baby. I felt bad for him, I think, the I first didn't. couple times I watched this. But this time watching it, I was like, mm, deserve. Because if this was, like, Scott or Todd or whatever the heck their <laughs> name was, like, somebody in the main cast would have beat their ass. That's true. And because Charlie is a main character, he can't, yeah. we can't let this slide. He needs to get his ass beat. He needs to get tortured. Like... <laughs> I mean, look at all Saeed and Sawyer and everybody else has gone through. This kid is kidnapping babies. Yeah. Yeah. And getting away with it? No. 
He needs a lesson. Uh, We then go to the next day with Hurley and Sawyer playing blackjack. So they notice Libby walking by and Sawyer Sawyer tries to get Hurley to talk to her. Hurley kind of plays shy about it by telling her, he's like, I'm waiting for, you know, my moment. So Sawyer does him a favor by yelling, hey, Libby, before, like, right before walking into into his tent. So she thinks that Hurley yelled it out and gives him, like, a friendly wave, a little smile, and, like, hey, yourself. And Hurley kind of gives, like, a shy little kind of wave. Total He acts like you around girls. You, you, you. Inexperienced? You're an Shut up. So anyway, moving on. I have four kids. I'm not inexperienced. <laughs> yeah, well, shut up. I, I, I got experience. I fuck. Anyway, so. <laughs> wow. We, 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 then, we then go to Luck leaving the hatches. Charlie tries to explain to him that he's pretty much like I was sleepwalking the night before and asked if uh, John could talk to Claire. Locke asks, he's pretty much like, are you using again? And Charlie very reasonably responds. He's like, he's, he reminds him pretty much that he's like, Kate's seen a horse. Like, mm-hmm. 26 people have seen Walt. But yeah. when I see someone crazy, it's drugs. Come on, man. Like, give me a fucking break. I, I, yeah. I see. It is frustrating because, yes, everybody has seen something weird. And Jack has seen stuff. And his dad and things that people don't know about but i feel like everybody should be a lot more understanding when somebody says something crazy because they've all seen crazy things but but still like i think Locke is kind of being yeah, like he ass about it no well no not 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 yet okay so real quick charlie then reminds Locke that like he and echo burned the heroin in the plane with and then it's all gone so like Locke kind of like thinks about it for a second He's like, all right, fine. And then he decides to try to help him. But, like, Locke yeah. is calling, like, that's calling the kettle black. Because, I mean, who is intentionally taking hallucinogens here? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I agree with Vanessa, except for the fact that, like, Locke are, knows that Jack, Jack was, or Locke was the one that yeah. Jack admitted that he saw his dad. So, like, mm-hmm. I think Locke kind of gave him the benefit that he's like, all right, fine. Well, I just mean, like, Locke is taking hallucinogens at this point. Well, he's not taking them. He's giving them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I'm sorry. He's, oh, he's no, passing he... out the free swipes on the head. Yeah. Well, this whole everything about everything with these people on this island is convenience and who we like and who we don't like and yeah. who we want to trust and not trust. So it's not that crazy that they want to don't believe him, but it's annoying well i think that he does try to like he does actually want to believe him because he gives this is this is him giving him a chance so he's like all right fine you got a point and then because he like it looks like he considers it for a second and he yeah, before I've... before kind of telling me it's like all right fine and then he try he he does actually try to he he's being honest with them because he, he tells charlie he's like trust yeah. is a hard thing to win back and claire yeah. just give her a little time alone which Correct me if I'm wrong, but Charlie seems to take like, oh, Locke's trying to move in on her. Because like, yeah. I think Locke was trying to be genuine. He's like, just give her a little time, man. Like, she'll be fine. Yeah. And but like, Locke walks away, and the look on Charlie's face is just kind of like, that son of a bitch is trying to get me out of the picture. And that's that's what makes it hard to side with Charlie because he's delusional on that part. Yeah. Like nobody thinks Locke is trying to move in on her. He's being a nice old guy. Maybe trying to recruit Aaron for later on, you know, but... I just when I thought you were 
Let me know. <laughs> Changing your status. <laughs> Recruitment. I mean, Sorry. He's, he's, yeah. He, he's, he's already helped Claire a couple times. Like, he built the cradle yeah. for, for her. He seems yeah. to like Claire, and he just, like, he seems yeah. to, like, have a, like, kind of a protective thing for her a little bit. Like a, like a pa- patriarchal, yeah. patriarch thing, like, sort Down of. Down with the patriarch. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Charlie's saying, except he thinks yeah. that, like, it's like a, what's the Oedipus thing right there, but, like, you know, reverse. Well, I mean, he he's used to a monarchy over in Britain, <laughs> not a patriarchy, so it's a little skeptical. Yeah. We didn't get a... Flashback to Charlie and Liam at a drive shaft voter, uh, video shoot with uh, Liam looking like he's going through withdrawals. I think like every t- every time watching yeah. this before the last like this last time I thought he was just super hot in heroin, but he looks all like sweaty and sick, kind of like how Charlie looked when he went on that job interview that poor poor Lucy set up for him. But uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure that like, he was going through withdrawals. I mean, I, that's that was my impression. Okay, cool. Uh, so anyway, they're they're shooting a commercial for a diaper company, and they're all like wearing diapers, which is weird. Yeah, but I guess why Liam was doing it, like wearing it in the beginning in Charlie's dream. But they said you all everybody. Yeah. So the name <laughs> of the the name of the diaper is like bu- like buddies or something like that. So the like that's what they're doing the commercial is like it's like a you all everybody, but buddy like yeah. So like like but- a butt because the diapers go on your butt. Oh, that makes sense. Look, that's why they're called that. But uh, Liam Liam ruins <laughs> really? a take by falling down, but pretty much by falling down. The director's like, "Well, and he can't dance. I a mean, simple choreography. I could do that." Yeah, I kind of felt bad for him because he fell right through the cracks of the dumb crib. I didn't feel sorry for him at all. Yeah, I mean, I. I I fall all the time. I feel like I would turn around too fast and fall right through a crack myself. Especially when I don't she's, even have to be going through withdrawals. Yeah. So, uh, That's what he gets. The director is pretty much like, bollocks to this, we're a rap, and then begins walking off. So Charlie runs after him, but the director tells him that he's like, you need to get rid of that fucking guy because he sucks, which he's talking about Liam. True. So Charlie's like, but he's my blo- he's me bloody brother. And the and the director is like, well, then you bloody fired you all. As we get another, go back to the hatch where Libby and Hurley are doing laundry. Uh, Libby mentions, what she mentions, something about the washer and dryer that you guys mentioned like in the first episode that is newer. I think she mentions, like, doesn't this wash and dryer seem kind of new? She did say something, and uh, when she said it, I heard what Hurley said, and I and I thought to myself, I wasn't paying attention, but who cares? This isn't going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> what did Hurley I, say? He I said, all I do is put clothes in it, and they come out oh, clean, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. He's like, yeah, it does. I don't care as long as it washes clothes or something like that. Yeah. 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 So, uh... Uh, Libby shows him a shirt and asks him what he think, and he kind of gives her like an inquisitive look before he's, he's pretty much like, do I know you from somewhere? So she's like, oh, huh? And yes, kinda... General Hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does look like the type to sit and watch soap operas with his mom. Yeah. Uh, she kind of shrugs it off and tells him to turn around as she changes shirts while he uh while telling him that he stepped on her foot while they when they were all boarding the flight which he just seems like horrified about doing okay when you said that it sounded like you said sucked on her foot yeah sucked like, on her foot while they were boarding that's the flight not what he did <laughs> you, you don't know that maybe yeah so uh she finishes changing asks him what he, th- he thinks of the shirt and he's pretty much like oh, it looks awesome uh we then go to 
Charlie approaching Echo at the beach as he's marking trees. Like, he's marking them with coal. He's not peeing on, on him or anything like that. But uh, Charlie asks if Echo mentioned to Locke that Echo gave Charlie her- a heroin statue. And Echo more or less kind of tells him no before asking him. He's like, what's what what what's the problem? So Charlie tells him, he's like, I'm losing, I'm losing me mind. And then mentions, like, he's like, I'm sleepwalking, stealing babies and having weird dreams. So Echo asks him what the dreams are about. Charlie tells him, he's like, about saving Aaron. And Echo mentions that his, he's like, your dreams might, might mean something. Like, maybe he really does need to save the baby. Like, he tells Charlie. I was really irritated. What, the Echo's egging him on? Basically telling Charlie he's a prophet. Yeah, and yeah. that, like, it's just feeding into his delusions. I, I mean, we did, they did cut away before Echo got to finish telling him what he tells him because he does obviously tell him from the next scene. So basically, the next scene uh, we'll get into, but he basically tells him that he needs to baptize the baby. So he, like, he does end up saying that, so we don't know exactly what he said. Like, it, it cuts away at a no, very... No, but he says, don't you think your dreams are something more? And that's the way he says it and the way, like, this whole... Especially with how Charlie's acting. You, yeah, are... Maybe you're not crazy. Maybe you're, like... He's basically telling him he's some kind of a prophet. Like, there's something going on. God is giving you a sign. Somebody is giving you a sign. You need to do something. That's what a prophet is. Yeah. And that's just feeding into Charlie with his religion. With the, I mean, I don't, I don't know that, I I can't call him crazy because everybody, maybe they're all crazy. Everybody's had something like this, but he's just feeding into it. Because who even knows if whatever all these people are seeing is right. Yeah. But on top of that, like from, which I just realized right now, like, those people all saw stuff, but they saw stuff while they were awake. Charlie's having dreams. You know who else had a dream? And this goes back to another scene that we've already seen. I was going to talk about it later. Martin Luther King? No. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was like, um, why are you going with, with Dr. Last King's time speech? somebody yeah. had dreams that were profity, uh, future, uh, somebody died. And you know what else happened right before somebody died in a dream? We saw an airplane. True. Crashing. True. Well, what yeah. did we see? In that Teresa Yeah. While Locke said, no, Locke said he saw that. He saw the player who, mm-hmm. right? It was Locke. Saw the plane. Yeah. Told him where the plane was. Yeah. And right before the, in the beginning of that dream. That, yeah, you uh, Charlie's, saw yeah. saw the plane crashing that kind of turned into the dove. Yeah. Or didn't it? It didn't. Tr- it kind of looked see, like it, it did. It did because I watched it a couple times. It did seem like it, like as it, it like went into the like, like fell into Background, like the jungle. The yeah, dove the, the dove popped, out, popped out, out. Yeah. So yeah, kind of it. Yeah, but uh, so who's gonna die next? The dove. Who's dying next? His. If his... I cry again, are we having a funeral? Do I need to get another black <laughs> outfit? Am I gonna be upset? Somebody's dying. I saw the plane crashing in a dream. I'm I um I'm I'm gonna my guess is Echo's brother. He's already dead. It doesn't count. Oh, okay. I, I think you should just have a black outfit on standby. <laughs> on standby. <laughs> but am I gonna cry when this person dies? Is the question. Who would you who would you not cry with? The 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 back of the plane people? 
And uh, even even all them, like, are you gonna who who would who would? Honestly, it probably depends on the scene. Like, I wasn't really attached to Boone and Shannon, but they did it all so well. I feel like and made you more attached in those scenes right before it happened. Yeah, they especially with like uh, they did a good job of turning Shannon's character run towards she around. sucked, and then like you just kind of felt yeah. bad for her, like with. Watching her deal with Boone stuff and then with her and uh, Saeed. Yeah. That's classic soap 101. Make a bad character a good character right before you kill him all. Or make a good character a bad character. Yeah, but then Charlie you don't care Bex. when you kill him all. I don't know. Make a good character a bad character for the drama reasons. We did start to like Anna Lucia and then she went on to Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea when those movies started. But is they she going to die next? We, we we saw that we, they started in like two, or we we already talked about that. Just, we looked I, and we started. I they started in like two thousand one or two thousand. So she was already in that movie before this came okay. out. Okay. So yeah, she. I I don't I don't I think after this she's in like the third or fourth one. But yeah. Anyway, so we then cut to Charlie very determinedly walking up to Claire's tent and demanding to speak to her, but Kate stopping him. Because apparently she heard what was going on and decided to insert herself into the situation. Somebody needed to. That boy is crazy. True. And he's acting crazier. So. And you know what? If this was Kate with a baby, Sawyer and Jack would both be right there kicking his ass. That's a very good point. (laughs) But we have to have Kate step in. Yeah. Because the other two just don't give a shit. No. If it's not Kate, they don't care. You know what? That's a good point. Where the hell are the other two? This whole, like honestly, this. this whole episode, I'm like, if this was somebody else, yeah. other people that I kind of felt like there was a lack of Jack attack in this, yeah. to be honest, because normally he'd be in there already beating somebody up. Yeah. So Charlie's so non-threatening that they're like, hmm, you guys will be fine. It's Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once they t- once they told Jack, like we're having a problem. With you. We're having a problem here with one of the. So I was like, which one, Charlie? He's like, okay. okay anyway so uh charlie pushes past her past kate and tells claire he's like the baby's in danger and she she's like you gotta he's like you gotta baptize him kate manages to push charlie out of the tent it was as we see Locke watching this whole thing happen also i'd like to point out from the very beginning claire has said she is not religious yeah has she yeah yeah okay yes well that makes sense with what happens later too that Makes me even more angry. No, well, that, yeah, but... Well, I'll talk about it later. Okay, cool. Uh, we then go to Ana Lucia, who's setting up what looks like her own tent mansion, apparently, because that's a big fucking space that yeah, she's setting up. Yeah, it was like, pretty it big. Was like, it was like, holy shit, she's building a house. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jack brings her a tarp to hang up. We're just going to cover, like, one, like, fourth of her space. How many... F- Fucking tarps do they have on an airplane? There's no way. There was a there was Where a, do they keep getting these tarps? Well, there was a review I was reading, uh well, probably from Shannon. Yeah. You know? The ones that die, they there's, oh. there's an extra there's a couple extra tarps now. But there was a re- the review I mean, that, she had a tarp mansion. Exactly. So. There was a review that I was reading where uh, uh the guy was talking about uh it's I think it was like A V Club. He was talking to me, he's like, How how mad do you think that the like the background people were that Jack all of a sudden like takes one of the tarps? And I'm sure these tarps are like <laughs> these tarps are like probably coveted. They're like because of the rain. But he's like, yeah. and then gives it to the new person. You're like, motherfucker, are you fucking kidding me? This this fucking guy gave it to like I'd be pissed. Like, come on. But yeah, it was like a. Although I'm sure they would write it off as tarps being in the hatch. But why do they need tarps in the hatch? Mm. I, why, why why would the tarps be on the plane? You got a good point there. 
They're like, why are there so many goddamn tarps? It's irritating. Maybe they were locks for his walkabout. Uh, so she asks him what happened in the jungle with uh, like Zeke and the others. Jack tells her that the others threatened to kill Kate, and Ana Lucia kind of jokingly asks if uh, his shaft has been in Kate's hatch. He kind of smiles and then tells her no. He wishes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He. Uh, we then go to Charlie in the jungle, checking on his stash. He breaks the statue open and definitely sort of looks like he, like maybe he's like, mm, time to chase that old dragon again. As we get another flashback to Charlie at home playing the piano as Liam arrives and tells him that the Orbit Gum Girl kicked him out because he dropped the baby, which definitely shouldn't have made me laugh, but kind of did make me laugh. He's no, like, I dropped. It was so <laughs> like I put in parentheses, not funny. Oh, you wrote in parentheses, not funny. Yeah. Oh, I I was like. <laughs> Drop the baby. Come on, man. It's a baby. At least you didn't sit on her, right? Huh. It would be better <laughs> if he sat on her, Aaron. You would think, but you get yelled at for that, too. Don't sit on babies. Don't drop them either, apparently. but That's uh, worse. Well, it depends on how high you're dropping them from, too. Like, let's say if he was- I'm assuming if you drop a baby, it assumes it's more than, like, three feet. Well, well, let's say you're sitting on the ground. You're like, whoops, because I dropped the baby. Because if it's less than that, it would be like, oh, the baby rolled off my lap if you're sitting. What about if you're like, what about if you're sitting on the ground and you have the baby up and you decide to like play like Lion King with the baby? And you're like, oh, shit, I dropped the baby. Then it's like three feet. Not cool. Okay. So just don't drop babies. Don't drop babies. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought they bounced. Huh? I think they're good. I thought they bounced. <laughs> Those are cats. Oh. No, <laughs> cats land on their feet. Cats land on their feet. Oh, okay. Babies have uh, flexible bones. So they bounce. Possibly. Okay, so it's okay to drop babies. You heard no. it here first. That's 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 why they call him a bouncing bouncing baby boy, right? Yes. What? Might be. Actually, I'm going to look that up later. I'll probably forget. But I do want to know. So that, anybody listening, mom, text me later, but please add context. Why do like, they call it bouncing baby boy? Yeah. Is it because their bones are flexible? When your mom messages you, messages you next June when this comes out, <laughs> you just be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Erica was right. What the fuck, <laughs> mom? I already told you. I'm too drunk. Add context. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Liam dropped the baby. Charlie tells him he's like he's like don't worry we'll get through this like you know and he's he's in, and Charlie tells me he's like I'm writing songs again too. So he then begins to play the song on the piano which Liam is seems super into and joins him at the piano and they begin sing they uh, kind of begin singing along. They both seem super excited about the song right up until Liam ruins, ruins the moment by asking if Charlie has any heroin. As we get another. Go back to the island with Charlie still staring at that heroin as Locke walks up and starts acting like a dad. By he's like, "I'm disappointed in you, Charlie," which I again I get like me too, me too. Yeah, exactly. Three, uh, so four because I was just like, eh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so Charlie, he's like, "You got the wrong idea," and he's like, "I came out here to get rid of him," but Locke's like, "Come on, man, Mama didn't raise no fool." Like, Come on, give me a fucking break. And he like begins taking the heroin and putting his backpack. Charlie kind of begins apologizing for lying and uh, tries to reason with Locke by telling him, like trying to like tell, like he's trying to like reason with Locke, but in this like a desperate dumb way. Well, by telling him like he's he, like the island test you we, you know that the island test people. This is my yeah. test. I don't. I mean, it's dumb because he knows what he's doing, but he's using Locke's 
own words against him, his own beliefs. But he's not doing a very good job of it because, like, his exact words are like, the island put this here as a test for me. And Locke's like, you put that there, which is <laughs> shuts him up. Charlie then begins pleading for uh, Locke not to tell Claire because she'll never trust him again. And that would be bad because he's like, Aaron's in danger. You can't tell her because of that. But John pretty much just blows him off and walks away. So we then uh, cut to Locke at the beach camp as Claire walks up and asks if uh, her and the baby can stay in the hatch for a while. Locke tells her that it probably wouldn't be good for the baby because the numbers alarm goes off every 90 minutes, but that he can set up right next to their tent for a couple nights to watch over them. Claire asks if he knows anything about baptism because Charlie mentioned that Aaron needs to be baptized and John tells her that baptism is pretty much like spiritual insurance and uh, sort of seems like he's about like it seems like he's about to tell Claire something about Charlie because she mentions that Charlie told him about that. Well, but he then, looked in. Yeah, but then he notices the statues. Yeah. In his bag. In, his, in yeah. his backpack. And he's pretty much like Charlie's full of shit. Mm-hmm. So like I, I feel like he was about to be a little bit nicer about it. But then he saw the heroin statues and he's like, no, like, don't trust that fucking guy. Yeah. We then go to nighttime with Charlie walking to the jungle and putting, like, a it's not kindling. Is it kindling? It's just putting shit everywhere to burn to burn a fire. It's, is it kindling? It's kindling. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I put kindling down, but it was also 2.30 in the morning and I was drinking, so I was like, wait, kindling doesn't No, I, I think it's kindling. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's putting kindling everywhere before lighting it on fire. He then walks out the jungle as Saeed notices the fire and calls for help. Fire! Like, help, trying to get help put, putting it out. So people head out that way, including Locke. Claire's watch it, watching them deal with it as Charlie approaches her tent and we get another... Whoosh. Charlie started the fire. <laughs> well, we've sung this already, too. Yeah. Uh, flashback to Charlie arriving at their apartment and noticing that his piano's gone. He confronts Liam about it, who tells him that he sold it to get him and his family to Australia so they can start a new life. Charlie... He, Liam then leaves the apartment and Charlie asks what's going... He's like, what's going to happen with the band? Liam's like... Pretty much like it's not my problem anymore. So he's like, he's like, I, I, I don't know. I'll call you when the our fa- like when we get settled in. And Charlie, like when the family gets settled, and Charlie starts screaming, "What about my family? What about my family?" As we get another, we go uh, back to the island. Which again, I'm gonna forget to mention this later, but just like this is basically a different version of the same flashback from the like this first flashback. Like it's just him dealing with family stuff. Yeah. It's like a not not as good of a version, like not as good of a flashback as his first flashback, because it's just him with his brother. But it's like the same sort of thing where his brother's letting him down. And we already knew from I think his previous flashback that he had issues for a long time, and his wife, and he had to get cleaned up, yeah. and this and that. Like none of this did we we know we already know you had like. Mm-hmm. A drug addiction, you had kids, you got clean to save your family. Yeah. yeah. None of this did we need it, it, to know. It pretty much just kind of explains how that happened. Basically. And we pretty much know how drug addicts work. Yeah. Like, they do... Drugs. Lousy <laughs> things for money. Yeah. yeah. They Which do, we saw in the you know, last shady one. shady shit. Yeah. Like, none of this... We didn't need to know any of it. We knew he had issues. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. The only thing we learned was... Possibly Charlie felt like or his family made him feel like he needed to succeed so they weren't poor and his dad didn't have to be a butcher. Yeah, I yeah, I, th- like, I think like I his know. mom was trying to like push him because she relied like kind of was kind of like maybe to get out of that life because his mom was just sad and then his dad just a dick. So yeah. 
But uh, yeah, we f- uh, go back to the island with Charlie swooping in, grabbing that baby, and uh, while Claire watches the fire, that baby starts crying. Claire notices them as Charlie begins yelling, "I'm doing what I have to!" As he like runs towards the water, which just sounds funny when you're. Eh, Claire's like, "Charlie, what are you doing with me, baby? I'm doing what I have to!" And then just yeah, running towards the water, a lock hears her crying for help and runs over to them. And the rest of the camp kind of gathers around to find out what's going on. Probably as the jungle is just like burning down. Yeah. Because apparently, like, either they got that fire out or everyone's just like, oh, this is way more interesting than that. Notice, like, Say's not watching him, so Say's so just over there by himself trying to put that fire out. Yeah. Because everybody was way more interested in the baby at this yeah, point. Exactly. It's way better it, drum. It's, it's probably a good thing that, like, in the Catholic religion for baptism, they just, like, sprinkled some water on their head. Because, like, in my religion, you full-on dunk a person. Yeah. And... If he was, like, running to the beach trying to, like, baptize this kid in the beach and, like, throwing him underwater, it would just be like, no, I'm going to save him whether you like him or not. Probably look way like worse. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving him, I'm saving him. Get saved. He might die, like, but at least he's going to end up in heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going <laughs> to end up in heaven, That's all we care about. Right? Swallow True. too many waves. <laughs> uh, so uh, Charlie tells Echo to tell every. He Charlie's pretty much like, Telling Echo, tell everyone the baby has to be baptized. But Echo is basically like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say that. Don't involve me in your shit. Yeah. Like, that is not what I said. Which, again, like, what, which, what I was saying earlier, he might have said, like, hinted towards it and then explained himself. So that's why it's kind of like, I would say it's kind of like Echo. No, okay. He may have explained himself, but, but it, well, it, everything he got from... Everything that made him lead to that point was because of Charlie's dreams, which yeah. means yeah. Charlie is some sort of a prophet. He didn't just say true, true. he needs to be baptized. He said because that because of your dreams. Charlie yeah. had these dreams. That's, that's true. Which, yeah. Uh, so uh, Locke tells Charlie to give him the baby, but Charlie just begins yelling at him, like, where were you when he was born? You're not his father. You're not his family. And Locke, once again, pretty much sets him straight away. He's like... Neither are you. Um, excuse me, but didn't Jin help birth this baby? Jin was Jin was uh Jin was sitting with stand like sitting with Charlie Claire or sorry uh, Kate did, but Jin was pretty much yes. sitting with yeah. So Jin is it. as much a father than uh as far as Charlie is concerned as Charlie is. Yeah, it would have been great because if- and Jin what didn't Jin Jin like held him held mm-hmm. him first or something something like that. It'd have been great if Jin was the one that yelled at like neither are you, but in like Korean. You're like, yeah. what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> he said, you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie just kind of, after that, just l- begins looking like more and more desperate and finally turns to Claire and like starts like kind of pleading with her that he's like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I'm not going to hurt the baby. But Claire's like, you hurt me, Charlie. Which I was just like, don't hurt her, Charlie. Come on. Do you see those I beautiful love her. blue eyes? Exactly. That gorgeous blonde wavy hair. Yeah. Should I, should I keep going and make it creepier? Go ahead. Yeah. Those, those, never mind. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I just, anyway, this is apparently what gets him because he stops and Locke is able to walk up to him. He takes the baby from, hands it to Claire, uh, and then turns and just starts beating the bloody L out of Charlie, which everyone watching seems to be 100% fine with. Yeah. I felt it was unnecessary. I mean, no. I'm okay. I felt it was a little overboard unnecessary, but no one else seemed to care. No, No, excuse me, but did we not torture Sawyer? Everything else that has happened on this show, he's trying to kidnap a kid. The 
Yeah. They don't put anybody in island prison. The least they can do is beat his ass. <laughs> you have overstepped your boundaries. <laughs> you can't go in a timeout. You're too old for that. I'm going to beat your ass because that's the only way you're going to understand you're wrong. Yeah. This is a weird spanking. Whether you think you are right or not, or be rational, gather your facts and information, have a conversation, you don't kidnap children. Uh, yeah. Because they were about to go kill and shoot the others for kidnapping a child. It's true. And he was just, Charlie, at the beginning of the season, was talking shit about Rousseau for doing the same thing. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He does not have any, he's... <sighs> He thinks he has all this claim and yeah, whatever. Well, he definitely seems to like think he's got claim to the kid as his dad and, and he's it. not his dad. Yeah. One time I agree. Well, I think I've agreed with Locke a few times, but. Give it a, give it a, another. One time I definitely agree with him. Mm-hmm. Charlie needs his ass beat for this. Yeah, another, another season and a half. She's going to be like. Yep. Pro-Locke. I'm on my side. <laughs> I'm going to find some other reasons to hate him. Um, I'm sure he will. <laughs> but uh, we think- Not giving up on that <laughs> so easily. This is a hill I'm going to die on. Well, it, it's great because like, yeah, like in the the uh, Facebook group that we're, Eric and I are part of, there's definitely people, most of them like Locke, but there's definitely people that just like hate him still. And they've seen the show a ton of times. But uh, anyway, we go to the next day as Jack walks up. I need to find my people. I will be with you one day after I finish this show. I'm going to go on all the groups. I've not been able to talk to you guys in 10 years since we started this podcast. (laughs) There's people that that, uh, will finish watching the show. And then because I saw a post yesterday or something like that, that like I just finished watching the show for the first time. And then they'll ask for stuff. And these people have a ton of stuff to where it's like, yeah. Like they'll that's th- that's gonna be me when this is all over. <laughs> I'm gonna be hitting up all the Facebook groups, tweets, whatever new social media is out there. When we're done, a lot happens after ten years. <laughs> it's gonna take. It's only eight years. seasons, but it's gonna take us ten years. <laughs> it's not even eight seasons too, but it's still gonna take us ten years. But uh, we then go to the next day as Jack walks up to Charlie, looks at his uh, looks at Charlie's face, and tells him he needs stitches. He begins working on on him as Charlie admits he's like, I didn't start the fire. It was burning, but you know. Since the world's been turning. Exactly. No, he he says that he did start the fire. Sorry. Yeah, he did. Uh, But Jack's like, well, duh. And then like, he pretty much sees like, don't do anything like that ever again. So Charlie, he's like, I didn't use any drugs and I promise I won't do that again. So Jack begins touching him up as we go over to Echo looking at burnt trees when Claire- Can I just say? Yeah. I don't care how deep that cut was. There's no way I would let Jack stitch up my face with no kind of anesthetic. I'd be like, I don't care how it heals. I will be a Quasimodo for the rest of my life. Don't, you're not putting that dirty ass needle that you probably tried to sew up Boone with in my face. (laughs) I will be like scarred for the rest of my life. Where am I going? I'm on a dessert line. This isn't like a beauty contest. Well, either way, you need some antiseptic in there, but I'm curious. That was hand sanitizer. Wait, he, he, so he did use something. He used hand sanitizer on it? He used hand sanitizer. Uh, Well, I mean, like maybe they're out of antiseptic. 
It's just, I'll sit here for a couple days pinched with the wound together. You're not sticking that dirty needle in my face with no anesthetic. You know what's weird is that I there's got to be, they have to have antiseptic in the hatch. There's There's got to be glue in the hatch. I'd rather put glue yeah. on my face. I, I'm curious if Jack's like, you know what? Fuck Charlie. Like, he tried to kidnap a baby. He didn't get no antiseptic. Like, the, yeah, the, there's no way there's not antiseptic in that hatch. They have everything in that thing. Yeah, no, just let it heal on its own. <laughs> it was not that serious. Uh, so, I mean, you'd probably need stitches, Jack. So it's like, it's a punishment. So, True, uh, that would be a punishment. He begins uh, stitching him up as we go over to Echo. Looks at, he's looking at the burnt trees when Claire walks up and asks if he's a priest. He he tells her yes, and then tells her that he uh, he's like I didn't tell Charlie to do that. So she asks if the baby does need to be baptized, and Echo tells her uh, the story about Jesus being baptized by John the Baptist, who wasn't actually a Baptist. That's just his rap name, like John the Baptist. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, Claire mentions that she hasn't been baptized, and Echo offers to baptize both of them. Uh, so we get then get a little montage of Claire and Turniphead getting baptized as we. Also see Locke putting the heroin statues in the gun vault and then changing the vault combination. And then we see Claire sitting on the beach, or sorry, we then see Charlie sitting on the beach later, all beaten up and bruised before we cut to the black title card. Turning Sith. Yeah, turning Sith. (laughs) Exactly. Did his eyes glow red? No, but I mean, you know, he's just sitting there and all of a sudden he just slowly puts his black hood on and all of a sudden you're just like, ah, Sith. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. When when I heard you say that earlier, I'm like, oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he's gonna be the bad guy. He's dying next. Yeah. I'm gonna cry because he had so much potential to be so nice, and then he turned Sith, and he wasn't as hot as Darth Vader was before he turned Sith. But (laughs) so, Hayden Christensen is good looking. He is good looking. So, uh, getting into the characters. How are we feeling with what they're doing with Charlie so far this season? Disappointed. Very disappointed. Yeah, because it kind of seems like they're just kind of like not sure what to do with the character. I want to hate the writers because of this, but I also feel like this is actually something Charlie would do. Yeah, which... Because he's may not be doing drugs now. Like, he seemed pretty sane in his flashbacks in the beginning, but... I I don't feel like this is too far off character for his character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have the same note. It's like it's not completely out of character. We've seen that he yeah. seems kind of codependent on people beginning from from the beginning of the series. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. It it just like it. It seems like they reintroduced the heroin, but it doesn't seem like they want they like don't want to let him do it because that would just be rehashing the same problem that he had during the first season. Yeah, and honestly, if I was watching this show from the be- like without all of this if they kept rebringing all the heroin stuff in i'd be like this is fucking stupid i'm done is that what they do in soap operas erica like rebringing in things over and over again yeah uh, no like give a little time well like considering those are on for years and years like i'm assuming it comes around yeah. every now and then right eh. it'll get like thrown back in their face or something yeah. Sometimes, but they moved on to a new storyline so yeah. quickly, especially because it's on every day. Stuff moves pretty quick. Yeah, you, you don't settle in that sort of thing too. They long. find a new drama. Yeah, point. Yeah. and oh, when they bring like an old actor back and 
the same actors have been brought back together again and they get to do a flashback from like the 80s <laughs> or something. God, I get so excited. <laughs> Especially because I've seen all those episodes. Good old YouTube. Makes if you so ever want to get Erica off, talk about soap operas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just my soap opera. <laughs> so, so they they pretty much made him into like they're, or they're, they're making it seems like they're making him into a like a pariah, which I, I guess we don't know too much about the character. We started learn, learning a little bit, but then we, he like with the homecoming episode, but then he's pretty much been put on the back burner since then. So like, and that's the thing we don't we've seen Charlie a lot, but we don't necessarily know too much about him, and that's what helps this seem not as off character yeah like he seemed he see it seems like from since his last uh flashback he's kind of been used for like comic relief sort of mm-hmm. the same way hurley is and i think that's what makes us more upset is that he has been used for comic relief yeah and now they're digging more into who he actually is it's like i liked him as a comic relief why yeah. are we getting to more of his why are we giving him such a sad serious yeah. storyline yeah I'm trying to think of what his Sith name would be. Uh, his Sith name. Uh, I was going to say Drive Shaftiest, but uh, I don't know. Anyway. No, I was thinking something with heroin, but. Darth Heroinus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, anyway, so before we move on, do you think that he was going to go to town on that harem before Locke walked up? I don't think so. No, he's just like looking at it because he was like staring yeah. at it like. Like, really I contemplating mean, it. Even Gollum just stared at the ring a lot. He didn't always pick it up and <laughs> wear it. I, I think... I think he's going to get rid of it. All right. So, as a lock hater, I'm assuming, like you said... Okay, how do you feel about him with this episode and how he dealt with Charlie? I like and dislike. Because Charlie is obviously not handling things yeah. well. But I do think that, I mean, yes, he was on drugs, he was an addict, and lost trust, but he, Locke is so quick to believe anything he wants to believe, and anything that's convenient for him, but he does not want to believe anything Charlie says. And I do see he wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I did like when he beat his ass. <laughs> he did deserve that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning more towards pro lock in this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I feel like he's he's genuinely genuinely trying to help him, and it also kind of feels like he maybe kind of sees Claire as like a daughter figure, and he yeah. has he he doesn't seem like he has any idea of how jealous Charlie is about the relationship mm-hmm. that he's developed with Claire. Like, Ex- yeah, and he does. Help Claire. He helps her to put her at ease. Like everything he's done, I think so. If so far in this episode is has been very fatherly, fatherly, genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no scheming or manipulation behind it. He just flat out cares about her. Yeah, he's not trying to get a hatch open. Yeah, he's just <laughs> trying to help her feel safe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And on the reverse side, I think, like, he's may like, kind of maybe trying to, like, help Charlie in, like, a sort of, like, a, not fatherly, like, a mentory sort of way until he found Boone, probably. But, like, which might be why he's so disappointed in him. He, he probably was, like, super, like, proud of the fact that Charlie quit 
on his own. But then you see him do that again, like that he's hoarding drugs. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? I do. I do see that. But I also think he's a little bit biased towards himself. Wait. And how he, like, just his vision of what this island is telling him. He's a little bit biased towards that. And he's a little bit disappointed. So it just kind of amplifies it a little more. Any other thoughts on Locke before we we keep going? No. Uh, so next, let's move on to Hurley and Libby. Eh? 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 Yeah. Hurley's clueless. <laughs> so that's all my notes say here. Eh? 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 He's absolutely clueless. I, I don't know. I think he's doing pretty well. No. <laughs> like, this girl is changing in front of you and you- Is that is that good? Yes, because she does it in a flirty way. It's not bad. And she's all like, check out my my sexy 2000s top that you yeah. should look at. Did she say 2000s top? No, she but did. it's definitely a 2000s top. Yeah, man, I didn't know that was a uh, that was a sign. Well, look, she's changing behind my back. Yeah, because if she did, I mean, how many rooms are in that shaft or hatch or wh- yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. She could have easily gone somewhere else, like. If you're going to do something like that, even if you don't want him to look or you don't want him to touch yourself, you move to a different room. Well, she's just flirty. Like, I'm not ready to yeah. sleep with you, but turn around. You're going to know I'm behind your back naked. Okay. Turn you, around. You should have talked to me a few. Hold on. Every I gotta now and then <laughs> I get a little bit naked. You should have contacted me a few years ago. I would have told you what all of those girls Apparently, actually meant. because, like, I, I was like. <laughs> yeah, that's flirting. That, yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, uh, lastly, before we watch the teaser for next week, Jack and Ana Lucia, is it just me or are they, like, slowly trying to like, lighten Ana Lucia's character up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to uh, the classic soaps one oh one. Although now I think make an unlikable character likable. Either she dies or Charlie dies. Honestly, I think it's because like they listen to the feedback, and the feedback at this point was that with that character, especially because they they took a break. Nobody liked her. Yeah, because like the character. Well, the character was like hard to like to start too. Yeah. So it it she's a little bit better right now, but. Yeah, I, I still remember, like, ugh, why'd you go to her? Like, when he asks her in the last, let's build a fucking army. Yeah. Because she's heartless and knows how to kill people? That's true. But honestly, when I was watching them interact, she wasn't in it very much. But I did think she was kind of hot. Yeah, when she's not being a bitch, <laughs> she's not too terrible. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you guys. Okay, so let, let's watch the uh, teaser for next week. What do you say? That's the nice thing about you people. You're not scared enough. Everyone around here actually thinks they're safe. That's the nice thing about them. <gasps> you better come not down. touch son. I'm lost. You move the guns. Where are they? Are you gonna start handing them out? Tell me where they are right now. Yeah. Hold it! Stop! Do you hear that? Lost. What? Wednesdays at night. <sighs> I love I think more than watching the trailer for next week, I just love Vanessa's reaction to watching the trailer next okay. week. Okay. The whole time she's Where, just like, okay, what? first of all, what? Son is about to get kidnapped. Where the fuck is Jen? Why wasn't he in that trailer? Because he would not just be sitting back, not no, doing anything. Not at all. Secondly, He's yeah, okay. Secondly, 
Um, I forgot because I was too invested in Sonic <laughs> at that point. Uh, the other but- thing was, uh, uh, was Jack ask Jack asking for guns from Locke. Yeah, somebody's missing. He's too worried about whatever drugs he's hiding in there to give up the guns. Oh yeah, because he just changed the the combo. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was Hurley and Said listening to a radio. I don't know, but Saeed's in it more. I like Saeed. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed. I didn't see enough of him. Just, the forest is on fire. Help me. <laughs> okay, so next week's episode is actually about, it's a Sawyer episode. He wasn't in that trailer at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, who we've only really seen I in, literally like, was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, uh, any thoughts about him before we move on to the trivia? Are we going to get oiled up and chop some wood? I'll chop some wood. I feel like that's wink, a wink. sex, yeah. It is. Sex thing. What's, the, what, what's the next episode called? Uh, I think it's called The Long Con, but. Oh, The Long the Con. The Long Con. Oh, God. <laughs> How long is it? It's my cousin, ladies and gentlemen. It's my cousin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm also looking up the name of the episode to make sure. Yeah, it's called The Long Con. I'm done with that. So, okay. So, trivia. So, uh, during Charlie's dream when his mother and Claire are on the beach, this is Wikipedia stuff, the, the, you saw the plane, the drug smugglers planes crashed the island. Apparently, that, that was only visible in widescreen, which I think is what we saw it in. If you watch it in, like, full screen, it's, you can't see it for some reason. It, it cuts it but off. I feel like it went to the middle of the <laughs> screen. <laughs> Guess not. Uh... Also, Echo's description of the baptism of Jesus is slightly incorrect. The Catholic Church teaches, along with the most Christian denominations, teaches that Jesus was born without sin and remained sinless throughout his entire life. So Echo was telling the story of John the Baptist from the John the Baptist perspective. It also goes against views of Catholicism in general. Then this brings up what I wanted to say earlier, but I don't feel like I, I that part the whole baptism thing made me so angry because my kids were baptized and they had to go to classes so they could understand why they were being yes. baptized yes and it's, just, a, it's supposed to be a choice it's yeah and she uh, made that choice but without understanding yeah what she was doing she basically just said well if he's got to be baptized i guess i should Had be a too 30 but... second speech of yeah he's gonna go to heaven but if you don't get baptized you're gonna go to hell so you won't be together yeah like, that was uh, a, that was another one that i didn't plus write. i didn't realize too that maybe i didn't take the right classes i didn't think that being baptized decided whether you were going to heaven or hell i thought it just got rid of your sins yeah well that was another trivia thing that i didn't put down it was that uh it wouldn't it like one of the trivia things which was just another like religious thing was that it wouldn't have mattered if claire like because she wasn't a true believer exactly claire technically couldn't have got baptized because she wasn't like yeah she wasn't she wasn't a believer and she didn't truly understand what she was doing Yeah. yeah So it's pretty much like, I want to be with me, baby, when it dies. And that's not how it happens. Yeah. Unless you both go to hell. Yeah. Which is just when... Okay, I'm not getting... No, I gotta stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, plus on top of that, like, Echo's not actually a priest. 
Yeah, I thought that too when he said, I'm, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm actually, like, you're taking this role pretty seriously yeah, yeah. now. You're going pretty far with this role. He technically is because his brother made them all priests, but he's not actually On paper. Yes, but he's not, yeah, actually He's a, a pretty good method actor at this point. Yeah. So, uh, the producers had intended for Drive Shaft, the Drive Shaft video would be like a remake of the Beatles Abbey Road co- album cover. With only with like the band members wearing diapers, you know, it was the one where they crossed in the street. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how they intended this. To yeah, I don't see the correlation. There wasn't any. It was just. It was just. They like wanted a, it to, but then they nixed it. No, they wanted it to, but they couldn't. They uh, getting the rights for it would have cost too much because you had to. You, they would have had to pay for it. If anybody wants to do that photo and publish it for money, they have to buy pay for it. So they were unable to get permission for to reproduce the scene. It says so. Instead of the diapers, they just did that diaper so thing. So they got but like, some pretty good lawyers to uh, get well, them rights for that photo. Yeah, I guess so because like they at first I was like, well, wait, did they not get permission to like uh, film it on Abbey Road? But no, yeah. like they did all this in Hawaii, so they didn't get permission to do that photo, like a, re- rec- a recreation of that photo. So apparently they have the Beatles like have yeah. rights over that image. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how all that works. Yeah, neither do I. Which I was like, because I had to like, I was like, wait, they couldn't film there, but they were actually going to go to London. But no, they did it all there, but they couldn't yeah. get permission to do that, like a rec- recreation of that image. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, okay, so let's move on from our trivia to which is becoming my favorite part. It uh, between Venice and Erica, which I like to call Aaron's Turnip Head Challenge. Which is our trivia quiz between mm. Vanessa and Erica. So it's uh, five random trivia questions from each episode we've just watched. And the first one to get three correct wins. And I'm going to start reading the questions. And you guys can buzz in whenever you know the answer. With our, using your name with as, our name? Okay. Yeah, using your name as the buzzer. But keep in mind that the second you buzz in, I'm going to start reading the questions. So make sure you listen to the question. And the questions also get harder as we go. Okay. So number one. What was the name of Charlie's niece? Vanessa. Megan. Megan. Okay. Thank you. Your name, you have to say your name. Well, she thought her name was Megan. Not the niece's name. (laughs) Okay. That's one for Vanessa. Uh, Number two. In uh, Charlie's dream, his dad cuts off a doll's head. What color was his hair? Vanessa. Damn. Blonde. I know these answers. I'm just not fast just enough. Just say Erica. Just think of your I, think of I, your name. Just 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 think of your name. All you're, all you're thinking of is your name right now. And then the answer can come after. Exactly. I'll give you 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 get. Let, let's say how, how much time you guys want to have for each like question. Five seconds to answer. No, it's like, fine. Five seconds At to least, answer. Is fine. Like okay, five seconds. Five or ten. Okay, whatever. But anyway, okay. So number three. How many times? Did Sawyer claim to see Jack and Aunt Lucia walking out of the jungle? Erica. Five. Uh, fuck. Three. <laughs> I didn't even three. know that's okay. not even the answer. I knew it was three. I don't know why I said five. <laughs> fuck. Okay. That's one for Erica. Gosh. I as long as that. I have one point on the board, that makes me feel better. Because I knew the other two. I don't even know where five came from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, number four. How many times does Dry Chef do the... Uh, how many? T- sorry. How many takes does Draft Chef do b- before the director calls Vanessa. it quits? And the closest, the closest to it. If you don't get it exactly, the closest to it wins. I have two guesses. I'm gonna say fifty-three. Wow, that was a good was guess. Was that right? Yes, that was a spot on. The- Ooh, Did you I just remember it? it? I don't know why, but that stuck with me. Wow. 
Well, if Vanessa wins, I, I kind of wanted to... Okay, I'm going to tell you guys the last question because I'm curious. But how many times has Locke punched Charlie? Vanessa. Yeah. Twice. Erica? I thought it was three. Yeah, it was three. three. Okay, but yeah, Vanessa won that one, which... Uh, oh, there was a lot of threes in this episode. Because it was like 53, three, uh, Sawyer says three... That's how many times Charlie punches Locke, which I was like, ooh, three, Locke three, three, that's Charlie. 15, number, dun, 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 dun. 15. Yeah, yeah, exactly, 15. So anyway, Vanessa won, also won last time, so uh, she, I don't know who won the first time, but she's at, she has at least two, because I think we've only done, this is the third time we've done this. <laughs> it just looks sad. <laughs> okay, so now moving on to the usual games, uh, let's we'll start off with the Sawyer's nickname game. So, uh, uh, I got three. Yes, there was three. Okay. Erica, you, you got them written down? I do. Um, let's see here. I got Jabba, Jethro, and Haas. Okay, yeah. So, Jabba, Jethro, and Haas. The guesses from last week were, uh, Vanessa with two, Erica with one, Chris with four, and Aaron with three. Damn, <laughs> Aaron finally got one. I got more than one. I got, I got this three. This season? Now. so yeah uh all right so aaron won the guesses for uh, next week let's do those so vanessa starts off uh it's a sawyer episode so shit four seven damn (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even say you were next (laughs) you are next but (laughs) i know i'm after vanessa in the pecking order damn that's that's a that's a big gap you know screw it i'm gonna go eight uh, okay. I cool. guess I'm winning the next six pack. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that in a second because actually we actually owe you a somebody six pack won again. You, no, you won last week or last time. But again, we get drunk and we don't remember, so we actually owe you a six pack. But uh, okay. So that Hurley dude count? Did you actually count those, Erica? Because no. Okay. Did he so say there was it all. I'm, yeah, he said I'm it pretty once. Sure he said it at least twice. He no, he said it once when he was uh, playing blackjack with Sawyer. When he yells. Hey, Libby, and then ducks in, or he says. No, he says something Dude. when they're when they first oh, start. Oh, when they were trying to get him to, he was trying to get him to like play another card, and he was like, "Dude, they, yeah, 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 yeah." We only well, have six or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. He says that once. Then, uh, so right. last week was uh, Aaron had four, Erica had three, Chris had five, and Vanessa had two. So Vanessa won that Spot one. On. No, there was only one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently, like I said, Vanessa won a six-pack last weekend, so we owe her one for that. So, which I didn't notice until I wrote this, like, again, ten minutes before we started. So, with her win this week, you just, like, reset. So, Vanessa has one win. I would like to know who has most six-pack wins. Yeah, I think you're winning right now because of the double wins because of fucking Eric over here, who's... But, because you won, like, two two or three that, that, that week ons. because of that, yes. But, uh... So it's uh, Vanessa with one. Erica still is five. She's at five. So she gets one more. She wins a six pack. I'll catch up. And well, that's that. You know, what's nice is that if Erica gets another one, you are six pack. So you, you get to repay <laughs> one after we've paid you four. So, uh, but then I have three after this week and the guests are still at one, too. I, I won one six pack. Oh, yeah. And you have did. won one. So why well, not? Yeah, but okay, but yeah, you're about to win another one if you well, the next time you get something right. Well, there you go. Yeah, so you just gotta we'll make see sure. with that I'll seven. What are we guessing for dude count next week? Who's first? Uh, first is Erica. One. Okay, Erica's going one. 
Uh, Vanessa, you're next. Two. Two. Okay. I'm going three then. All right. Okay. Well, are we going to make it a sad one? Do, 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 do. do, 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 do. Episode was kind of sad. Charlie's very disappointing. No, wait, 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 wait. It has to be like all Sithy. 